personality like a barrel of napalm. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 16 of The Conversation. My name is Alan Porter. My name is Tom Hutchison. And as we said, this is episode 16, 16 being a profound number in the English language. It's and it, two times eight. It is That, that it is. Uh, it is the legal age of which you can Four have uh, consensual sexual activity. Um, it is the legal age of which you can buy a lottery ticket. Um, and is it the legal age for murder? Yes. <laughs> in Iran it, it is in this household sir so you better watch what you're saying you know what I mean doing the uh, cigar thing uh, yeah so uh, how are you um, I'm good man yeah uh, I've got an idea for a podcast <laughs> which is quite handy yeah um, you, you seem to be in the correct so, place I'm sorry I'm, I'm actually looking at my phone because I, I took notes is it's it the first podcast I've ever done notes for brilliant is it in podcast mode your phone because it has rung off the last couple of times it, it's what, by um, being on silent uh, it's on silent official yeah. podcast mode yeah um, so We're expect a call about 10 minutes time <laughs> from my in-laws um, yeah so okay so let me before I, I go into what the subject matter may be yeah. Uh, so is this like a game? Uh, kind of like a game. Uh, it might be a complete disaster. It might work. So uh, here's the. Pr- I want to talk you through what how the process will go, and okay. then we'll see if it works. Basically. So okay. the process is this. I'm going to give you a question. Go for right? it. It's a question that doesn't have a, an actual final answer. Okay. It's all down to your personal, personal answer. You okay. may not even have one yourself, right? Fair enough. Um, but there should be some fun to be had in the discussion and the debate, yeah? Let's hope so. Otherwise, it's going to be a fucking awful podcast. Otherwise, um, we might skip from 16 straight to 17. Exactly. <laughs> However, at the end, I am going to offer you a potential answer, Ooh. right? Now, you may go, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, and you probably will. Uh, but, you know, they'll give you, I'll give you an answer, and then I'll give you a handful of reasons why to argue why that's the answer he's pulling faces at me now because he's bored Um, does that make sense it does okay so the question is this right ready drum roll what is the best written song ever wow um, right. No, it's not one you can go bang. That's the answer. So I wanted to discuss with you. Uh, maybe we could have a quick look at, let's say, the top ten, twenty songs. Uh, you know, these polls they do the top ten best songs. You know, you'll, we'll find some from based on what? Based on what? Well, what? There, there are billions of criteria. That's why you can't really answer the question. But I will try and offer you a, some kind of an answer later on. Okay. And and a reason for it, you probably won't agree. Um, I don't particularly agree, but it's quite an interesting. Um, okay. Twist. The best. So, I mean, when we're talking song, we're talking like contemporary. I'm talking about the uh, the, the the best written song. Um, yeah, but when you say song, are you talking like piece of music? Because you've got classical music, you've got you know everything, you know everything about it, any kind of piece of music. Well, again, oh, we're already at a point where we don't really know how to answer the question, right? Okay. Well, it's, I mean, it's what your personal interpretation is. What what for you? I think the only way you could answer that, or I could answer that, is what you feel. It, and, and and you may not have an answer. Um, I don't know if I do. What, what what's the song that you for you is the best song? Well, no, 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 no. Again, we need to get back to what the definition of song is. Is song a... Is it a piece of music with singing? Not necessarily. Okay. Um, Could be instrumental. Okay. But, I mean, in that case... Okay. Um, I think the... I mean, uh, the word song uh, in itself is the word song vocal, to, isn't it? Yeah. It's it, a vocal noise, it really. Has, it has vocals in it. So it I would probably come to the conclusion that... Yes, it would probably need some kind of vocals in it. Yeah. I don't think there's any harm in defining what we mean by the question. Absolutely. Um, that wouldn't harm my answer either. <laughs> I, um, Yeah, I, I would say it would be a piece of music that has singing to it, uh, typically played by... That would, that would typically be attributed to a particular person or group. Yes. That would be a song. Like, because yeah. you could say... I'd, could, I'd agree with that criteria. Because yeah. you could say it could be something like, I don't know, like Fleur de Lis that wouldn't necessarily have any... I, I, yeah, I, Green I, Sleeves I, or something. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, you know, a, a trad song that wouldn't necessarily have any, like, attributed writer. Okay, so we agree that it should have some kind of vocal thing in it, right? Yeah, at least. Um, uh, so the next one is... Uh, what do we define best as most successful, uh, most recognised? 
is there such a thing as a best song? Well, I mean, I don't think you need to go by successful because people are fucking stupid. Um, you know, the, the Crazy Frog song, in inverted commas, sold, what, like millions yep. back in the day. So I don't think sales are anything to go by just simply because that that uh, metric is null and void in these days. And there's been plenty of decent songs written in the last, I don't know, whatever. Um Gangnam Style. I mean, that was huge last year. Yeah, that's a good pop song. If you're looking at the the most amount of influence on on the internet, that would be your number one, wouldn't it? Last year, influence really? Uh, in penetration, maybe a bit yeah, better. Penetration, word. I think, as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Or saturation might be slightly more on point. Um, I would, th- you know, things that immediately spring to mind are your classic stuff like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Um, Oh, now we're already getting into the nitty gritty of okay, classic songs that people because yeah. it, it's refer a, to. as a songwriter, not a particularly good one, but as a songwriter, I, you know, I take uh, I take pleasure in knowing that there are people who are capable of that sort of art. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like um, Paranoid Android as well. That's a, that's a very grand song, and again, they're very similar songs. They, they, you know, the three act structure. Um, which you know, which which resonates with anyone who yep. who follows things like you know movies, music, games, blah blah blah. You got that classic beginning, middle, and end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess you have that in most songs. You have a you know you know without being too obvious, you know your, your intro, your meat and bones chorus verse sort yeah. of thing. You and your coda sort of thing. Your most outro. modern music um, follows a, a a structure that's recognisable. Yeah, it? yeah. You, you know, there'll it. be a chorus. There'll um, be probably verses in it. I mean, perfect songs, I think, Oh Darling by the Beatles. Most of the Beatles songs are absolutely perfect. Right. In my eyes, there's nothing else you could add to them. Um, I, every genre, I mean, every genre's got a perfect song. It's, uh, um, I suppose if you were going to pick an overall perfect song, it would have to kind of cross genre. Um, That's interesting. So you feel it has to not just appeal to one one genre, um, but several, potentially, so it has a cross-pollination well, there's certain different things. Of music. There's certain things you can't do in a um, in one type of music and you go for another. To, 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 to illustrate the point in a different media, if you think about movies, for instance, mm-hmm. um, you have a romantic comedy. That's okay. Let's take um, Sleepless in Seattle, for instance, where Tom Hanks is there and you know he's uh, he meets up with Meg Ryan and blah blah blah, top of the Eiffel Tower, all that bullshit. Yeah. Um, lovely romantic comedy film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a touching take, moment. More on the romance of the comedy. Mm-hmm. Hasn't got a fucking car chase in it. <clears throat> no. Let's take. I tell. I tell you what. Yeah. I. I think one of the best car chases, um, or vehicle scenes, if you're going to be pedantic, is the one in the Matrix Reloaded. That's the last Matrix film. Uh, the second one. Is second it the second one. one? I, another one you're talking about where they're they're fighting on top of the yeah, and it's they're going down like a like, motorway. Yeah, because it, it's so outrageous and so preposterous, and it's just yeah all the time mm. popcorn in the middle street awesome. drink, ah, brrr, sort of thing um, that's a that's great that's really high adrenaline I mean the film's generally rubbish but the actual, the actual that car chase is wicked um, put that in the middle of Sleepless in Seattle does it make it any better? no but you know that, that's kind of my point like it's not like if you're going to go into uh, you're going to listen to Canon in D and then you're going to mm. put a fucking rap in the middle of it yeah, like it ain't gonna work. And I think um, we've touched it, upon it, on, our, on previous podcasts. We've touched upon the fact that you know pop music is the only music where you kind of get elements of a bit of everything. Generally speaking, coming yeah. in, they they take the, all the extremes of all you know all the different extreme musics and make them palatable. Mm. And I think I actually said for the the way forward would be to for record companies to to, to actively push for this this sort of um, for more outside influence to get to actively get like these these things going on. Um, so, to, it would have to be something that encompasses a lot of genres, um, or not? Uh, maybe not even a lot. Maybe just some. Um, what are your key genres that have to be in there? For, for I mean, personally, because this is if you're, very... crea- if you're creating the perfect song, right? What genres do you pick from right now? Well, again, personally, I would. Per- yeah, again, it's all down to a personal um, thing. I would say there'd be some. It, it would have to be a sort of medium to high tempo. For uh, a kind of tap your foot dancey beat, kind of yeah, maybe you know something rocky. I'm I'm traditionally a rock kid. Um, a bit of guitar work. A bike yeah. kid. I mean, thirty two year old fat guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, some guitar work, some some heavy pounding drums, some rocking harmony vocals, strings, a little um, bit of classical kind of stringy elements, a little bit of stringy, a little bit electronicy maybe. Ooh, some electronic yeah, I'm feeling in. that. Yeah. Um, Rap. No. Ooh. 
a bad I'm, word, I'm, is I'm it? Again, no, 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 absolutely not. I'm as not much as you love Sean Paul, you can't, you can't be in every <laughs> song. Yeah. Yeah, out, Chandra Bal. Yeah, exactly. Um, I am Snoop Lioned to the max. <laughs> um, Flow uh, rider, though, get that bitch all over it. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> But yeah, there's you know certain hip hop elements and stuff like that. I mean, hip hop I can even take or leave it because it just seems a bit of a wishy washy genre. Um, but uh, you know I mean, a lot of music nowadays are grounded in uh, the original rhythm and blues. Uh, you know, rock music was born out of that, and 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 a lot of um, sort of hip hop and and that kind of music. You know, that you can hear that influence I, in there. I think rock music. I think all music's got moved on now. Everyone says that, but I think it's moved on. The grounding's there though. The basics. Is it? Really? Mm. I think so. O- only by like bar structure and you know. Yeah, time even, no, that's what I mean. Literally, like, that basic. It, but that's that's music. That that is what it is. There's there's only certain amounts. There's only so many things you can do until you start getting into prog rock, and then no one wants to listen to fucking. Yes, Everyone likes T Rex. I don't know really. I, there's without going into specifics i would you know say no i like this i like that because then you get like this sort of frankenstein's monster mm. of a of you mess a, it up yeah not only a, an artist but a song simplicity works for me as well something with a narrative yes. and something that's sim- simple that goes along i mean radiohead are very good at that they they're very technically gifted musicians but actually some of their best songs are very simple mm. and, and they're able to that's the genius of the band is that they're able to strip themselves down to the bare bones like really leave themselves quite naked and at open. times at, at yeah. times yeah, yeah. I couldn't be oh they could be fucking crazy at some points yeah. but um they're awesome but you know it's almost there's this whole cliche of it's not what they're playing it's what they're not playing yeah and that you can almost see that sometimes negative space like is a big a big part in it's brave you you'll know this as much as i do uh, as a musician when you start out it's, it's kind of you just want to fill every space you can because you're you're nervous and you're, you're not quite yeah, yeah. sure about yourself and you don't want to leave a gap and actually it's a it's a lot of confidence needed in, in going i'm going to leave a massive gap at that point well just because there's five of you don't mean there's be five things playing that was our thing when we were yeah. five piece, yeah. And we always tend uh, well, for a lot of it. Is we, it needed? We, yeah, it isn't needed. No, and it, it, it's yeah. too many cooks. Maybe we should take it back to basics. So, um, for you personally, sort of, if you go through what you, you know, key songs growing up, things that are uh, still a massive influence on you at the moment. What are your top sort of three or four, maybe? Um, Beatles. All Beatles. But Beatles are massive. Is it, for me. Do you have a favourite Beatles song? Uh, or a top two or something. <laughs> top two. Um, Some people can't pick one. But they can I've, pick a couple. I've got lots. Um, uh, oh, darling! I think is probably my favourite. Mm-hmm. Um, oh God! It's there's so many. Um, in fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna open up iTunes and have a look because I, I can't see think. for me. Beatles. Yesterday is my favourite song. Really? Yeah, I just love it. I just think it, it's it's perfect for that. Oh, it's a beautiful song. It yeah. absolutely is. And um, it will probably be in my top couple of answers to this question. Um, well, I'm just I'm because I've got everything I've ever done on my um, iTunes. Do you like things like Let It Be, or do you think that's been played to death? And what it's the album? Of, no, the song itself. It's all right. It it's, really. it's, it's not a favourite. No. Um, I, I like some of the more like odd stuff. Um, the Lennony stuff. No, no. Well, no more. Did you, do you are you more connected to a Beatles song if you've kind of felt like you found it a little bit rather than be, it be shoved in your face? This is the best Beatles. You got to listen to Sergeant well, Pepper. You got to listen to this. I didn't. I didn't get that at all. I, I um I found a lot of it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I'm not like saying I personally found the Beatles. Um, but you know, he is I, people. He is saying <laughs> that. <laughs> like, so, like I've just seen a face as well. That's just a perfect song. It's, mm. like, it's, it's you know it's just. Got, I see Blackbird. I love that song. Yeah, That's a good song. Great song. Great song. Um. And I'm just going through their stuff here and looking through uh, Please Please. Well, this is why they're one of the most celebrated bands, if not the most celebrated modern band oh, ever. I think they are the most celebrated band. And, yeah, because I, and I don't think there'll ever be anyone more celebrated than them. Um, because their songs are just perfect. Like A lot yeah. of them, they would just never be heard Norwegian Wood, uh, You Won't See Me. I mean, all their albums. Oh, God. Most people just... Twist and Shout. That was That's a fantastic song. I don't think they wrote that. Oh, um, they, they covered it. No, you're right. Sorry. Um... Just Helter yeah, Skelter. You know, most most bands would kill for a discography of just one song, uh, one album of the Beatles. Yeah. yeah. Um, Rocky Raccoon. Good, oh yeah, that's a great God, song. How can, like when you talk about narrative in a song, that's that's just perfect. And and again, it's a it's such a broad question because you have to people's tastes are different towards different things. If you like narrative in a song, I mean stuff like um, 
like Layla as well. I mean, what, what's wrong with? There's nothing wrong with that song. No, because I mean, so, but but so there's nothing wrong with it. It must be perfect. It must be perfect. Yeah. Or is it that there's nothing wrong with it? It's just incomplete. Having said that, there will be people who won't like it, even though there's nothing technically wrong. There's yeah, nothing wrong with it. We're not asking those people; are asking me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no. You, personally, you feel that there's nothing. Oh my wrong loving! With that song. Oh my god! What a song! Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. It, it's it's one of those things. I mean, um, I, I, I'm I'm not a big classical music guy. I, I like a lot of it. I couldn't t- if you played me some. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't say, "Oh, that's you know so and so." That's Mozart's seventh. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I'm just not that knowledgeable about it. I do like it, I'm but not- we all kind of know a lot of classical songs because naturally, because there'll be in adverts and things over the years, and we'll kind of yeah. go, "Oh, I know that." Da, 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 you know, it's like, yeah. yeah but what's but, it called? Yeah, oh, I, I, I must admit, I'm terrible at that. And but some um, um, some classical songs are just epic. Oh like, yeah, totally. They totally convey a specific feeling. Anger yeah. or love or whatever—they just absolutely nail it more than any pop song could. Yeah, and you know, obviously, but they're, they're they're laced with politics as well, and like mm. you know, people don't listen to particular classical composers because of their you know political affiliations or because of their you know they might be terribly racist or um, I can't remember the guy, but you know, was one of them was a terrible Nazi and um, he was know, nasty. nasty. He was a nasty Nancy. And there's people who are just you know just very old and stuff. You think. Um, and you're right. Most most musical things have that sort of theme running through, and it's a long-standing question that most musicians ask themselves once they've had a couple of joints. <laughs> is um, you know, I, I've just I've just I've just kind of a chord progression or something like that. But how many are there? But there's only so many chords. Yeah, there's only there's only, there's there, only so there many is chords. a finite amount of combinations. It, it, precisely, and you think of all of the art that's come out that's based around notes let's just say notes not calls but mm. notes and harmony and especially i mean there's a it's it's a it's a grand old number the amount of like yeah. combinations there are but there is as you say only a finite number of combinations but when you put that together with uh, uh which will be a huge figure with then tempos which is another huge figure and then different vocal arrangements i mean it gets to a point where it does become infinite combinations of do you see what I mean? Only, only, only in so much as that you can introduce new variables. Yeah, um, but there are plenty of examples of uh, modern songs which just sound alike. Um, you know, like I can't think of an example now, but I mean, there's so many tunes where it's mm. like, oh god, that's the same guitar riff as uh, you know what, what Bruce Springsteen was doing 20 years ago. Yeah, you know, and he's like, oh, that reminds me of that, and it, and, it, and it's very similar. So yeah, I, I'll give you a classic example. Talking about the Beatles is. Um, uh, where Oasis basically completely nicked the chord structure for um, let it be, let it from let it be to create uh, what's that? Don't look back in anger. Yeah, and both are very celebrated songs, but ultimately <laughs> they had the same bloody progression, right? That, yeah, I yeah. mean that was out and out thievery. Um, yeah, and he's admitted some mu- mu- as much, but it's. I mean, there's a fine line between. Um, yeah, kind of mimicry and out yeah. and out copying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so whatever um, you mentioned, Radiohead, they have yep. a massive influence on you. I mean, there's other. I mean, I only, I mean, I I think Radiohead as well because they have that grand thing, and there seems to be a lot of thought that goes into it. Mm. And they always, um, they always sort of welcome new technologies and stuff to sort of progress what they're doing. But you think about it, there's you know, what's more per- personally for me, what's more perfect than just an acoustic guitar and a vocal? Mm. Yeah, uh, very little. And then you've got to think about people like James Taylor. Oh, we love both love James Taylor. Um, what a fantastic musician! But then most of the songs that we might think, oh, we absolutely love that, were written by Carol King, that he, yeah. or, or someone else. And it's a, um, I mean, I, I, I personally, I absolutely love Eric Clapton. I think every, I, I love everything he's done. I, mm-hmm. I, especially mm-hmm. all of the blue stuff that he does. Although, like ninety percent of it, he's never written. Um, it, you can listen to him play guitar. And you know that it's Eric Clapton, just as in the same way that you can listen to James Taylor play guitar. And yeah. You know it's James Taylor. He's got such they've got a, their own sound, such a specific sound. What about like modern music? Is there anything in the last couple of years that you think, God, that is going to be an absolute classic for years and years and years to come? Is um, there anything that jumps to mind? Um, See, for me, I think some Adele songs might be like highly revered in decades' time. Still, maybe, yeah, but only. 
I do agree with you, but only because of the strength of her vocal, not because of the strength, strength of, the of the song. She makes the song better because she's and, so good vocally. Yeah, and there's a lot of examples of that. Um, but, I mean, as far as... I mean, stuff like... And I hate to say it, like... Um, like Price Tag by Jessie J. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. It's an ironclad pop song. It's a very good um, pop song, yeah. I, I, I mean, I fucking hate that bird. <laughs> uh, and, you know, and if I hear her sing it, I think it's terrible. But if you look on... Um, if you look on YouTube, there's a version of it by the Wombats. They, there's a there's an Australian um, there's an Australian radio show called Triple J, like a version. They <laughs> um, do. They've got lots of albums, and basically, it's lots of like artists doing cover songs, kind of like what Radio One's Live Lounge. Like the Live Lounge, is, yeah. But before the Live Lounge did it, and they've got like six or seven um, albums which they've released, mm-hmm. um, all of which are, are very good. And they feature a lot of like Australian artists, like yeah, naturally, like Dazzo. Dazzo Graham. Bobo Davo. Yeah, Bobo Davo. We're going um, to sing yes songs about Fosters. <laughs> but they, um, there's lots of very, very interesting covers on there. Um, I mean, in fact, I've got them right here. Um, there's a, uh, yeah. But they do... Um, sorry, what was the song you just mentioned? Uh, Price Tag by Jesse Price Tag. They do a version of that, do they? Well, one, the Wombats did a version of that. But it, it, exactly like Live Lounge, where they just come in and do something. I mean, um, a sign of a good song is, is if somebody covers it, and it sounds awesome still. Uh, like, it's already good at the original, and it sounds even better, potentially. Uh, you know, you know, you, you hear someone else do it. Uh, Valerie, uh, Amy Winehouse, is, um, she did a cover version of... Um, oh fuck! I forgot the name of the band. Zootons. Zootons. Good song. The Zootons version was brilliant, anyway. Yeah. And and she made it this well, worldwide hit, um, where they used to go up to the Zootons and say, "Oh, see, so you still play the, the Amy Winehouse tune, you know." So uh, that's you a sign of a good song, though, right? Every day, house, didn't it? Exactly. That's a sign of a good song, though, isn't it? Ultimately, if someone can. Is it? Is is it? Or is it just a novelty factor? There's a lot of novelty factors in there. Oh, I don't know. I think that was that went beyond novelty factor. Valerie did. It, it? No, it was no case. It was no. It was just a nice arrangement. Like Mark Ronson put some horns on it, and she sang it because she's got a wacky voice. Um, I don't know. There's there's a there's an. With, with, as far as covers are concerned, it's it's always gets a bit odd because there's always it's like oh it's that person doing that song. Mm. Like mm. if um, I don't know if. Uh, Adele did a co- did a cover of Seek and Destroy by Metallica. Mm. Like you'd listen to it. Yeah, I wouldn't like it. I like would, the Valerie song though. Would you not? How, how would you know? Well, if I was to say, "Oh, Amy Winehouse yeah, is going to do a cover of a Zooton song," she's not going to now. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I'd love to hear it if she did. Uh, I'm still there. Uh, <laughs> so uh, why don't you roll it over, decomposing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's the future. Someone needs to do the Star Wars theme tune in rap. <laughs> well, you mean the cantina theme? So, okay, let, let, me, let me flip mode. Flip mode is the greatest to you. Yeah, uh, so, brilliant. I know, Thanks, you, I know you know that the uh, your answer to this in inverted commas... I, I already know you won't agree with this answer, but yeah, no, the, I, I'm going to put um, a series of points across on this answer. Well, I want to know... And it, do you know what? You won't guess it. Park that. Park that bullshit. Okay, fine. Uh, for now, because we'll get to that. I just want to know you. I want to know what your one I, is. I don't have a number one song. No, no, no. And I don't either. But, but I'll take you through some... I mean, um, I like a lot of Led Zeppelin stuff. Okay. Um, growing up, they were... It was good going back. But they were, they, they, I have a connection, and I'm sure this is the thing with most people when they think of you know songs that they always love. Mm. It's because... Um, it, it, my dad loved that band, and he always used to go, oh, listen to this, you like a bit of like, guitar music, rock and roll music, try these lot out, and it was Led Zeppelin. So, I, you know, there's a bonding thing there Yeah. Uh, with my dad over the fact that, oh, God, that is excellent. He's like, yeah, I know, I was saying the same thing 30 years ago, you know, at the time, and, and it's like, uh, you, you have that connection there. So you have those happy memories as well associated with that, those particular group of songs. Yeah. Um, yeah Stairway to Heaven, you're going to be hard pushed to find a much better song than that uh, the structure's amazing the way it, it builds and it's very bohemian rhapsody right yeah i heard i heard a song uh, on the radio this morning um that was basically just the end of stairway to heaven i couldn't remember, I, i'll find out what it is and i'll put it I'll, I'll i'll put it on facebook um but for people listening it is just the end of stairway to heaven that someone's basically told, stolen the right. uh cool structure from oh, brilliant it was, it's not oh, it's not like dappy or someone is it um. No, no, it wasn't. It, it was. 
Um, it, if anything, it sounded it sounded a bit like the raconteurs, but oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it. Well, I hope it wasn't because I love that band. Um, other bands were, uh, and, and songs worth mentioning for me. I mean, um, uh, during my teenage years, it was the Hollow Oasis and Blur thing, uh, Britpop, and that was a massive influence. Yeah, but what songs in particular? So, um, but, uh, but let's Live move. Forever is a fantastic song. But let's not talk about Oasis because we know that. We know that you, I think you like a lot of Oasis. Yeah. So yeah. Let, let's take if I were to pick an Oasis song, I'd pick. Uh, well, I'd pick a couple. I pick Champagne Supernova. I think that's a very good song, and I'd probably pick Live Forever as a as a pretty much perfect rock song for me. Um, even the guitar solo is just exactly how it should be. It's just everything should be that way. Blur, um, Country House is a, is an excellent pop tune. Yeah, it's um, a pop tune. That, just the same as stuff like uh, Girls and Boys, just like Jesse J and that. Um, uh, you know, it, it's it's as pop as that. I would say. Um, I don't think they even like playing that kind well, of country stuff. Country house, now. country house. Oh, it's a lot simpler. Yeah, but it's still all, all out pop, isn't it? It's not trying to be a rock band or a guitar band. Well, it's just trying to write a great pop song. It was very much of its time, and and when we talk about stuff like Jesse J and all that stuff, I mean that's that stuff written by committee, mm-hmm. and it it goes back to what we said in that last po- podcast where um, that we talk about music, where. People are trying to homogenise it, where they're trying to get these other influences. Is they get it, so they get that um, that other audience. So at the start of that, you've got like a bit of a talky bit, and you've got stuff, and um, you've got that that eight oh eight kick drum that mm. goes on, mm-hmm. um, which is in every pop song. It has been since nineteen eighty four. Yeah, um, and you've got all this other stuff that's going on that's that's so regular. But you've got this amazing vocal on it, over the top of it. I, mean, I don't know how synthesized it is. I'm sure that she can actually sing quite sing live, quite okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is it is just a hodgepodge of all these other things. That's what makes it an, a bulletproof pop song. Mm-hmm. Is that it's got everything in it that you it's want. It's still bloody hard to do that, though, isn't it? To write something no. that that good. I don't think it, I don't think it is Tom. I think it's, I think you just have to put the effort in. I think that you you, think? yeah. I mean, you'd go through quite a lot of songs before you got there, and you go through a lot of rewrite stuff. But this way, if 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 you and me locked each other in a room for um, that sounded weird. Um, if, 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 if naked, if we, <laughs> <laughs> wild. Um, if we if we if we were locked in a room with guitars and whatever and s- some gear, we could um, and by gear I mean equipment, not gear. Um, you know, we'd come up with a, a, a bloody good pop song. I think it? we have in the past, not locking yeah, yeah, ourselves physically yeah. in a room. Yeah, but, totally. You know, we've written some decent songs. Yeah, yeah totally. you know, I, I don't know what the rest of the world would think. But, but if I, it, but if if it's your job and you do that, and that there are yes. bits you do stuff. But stuff like country house and um, like girls and boys, they were written for a specific. Person purpose they were just songs they were just songs they wanted to write at the time and th- by that out. band and no one else interfering pretty yeah. much yeah I absolutely mean, you, no no one else is writing shit like that at the time. i like that you know they were one of their earliest hits was there's no if not their earliest hit there's no other way that's a fantastic song as yeah, well yeah it's up there that's why i think that's one of their first songs it's, it's a great song um uh, other ones you, you mentioned sort of modern sort of dancey songs like price tag here's one for you um i've got a feeling by the black eyed peas now, that you can't get much better modern piece of, of dancey music that just gets people going. It's the number one song at weddings and karaoke's and things. Really, uh, dances. You know, this when you got a DJ, I'm never getting married. <laughs> when you when you got a DJ, it's the number one song on request list. Apparently, it has been for years. Angels by Robbie Williams. There's another brilliant piece of music. Oh, I don't. Know um, whether you like the guy or not, you can't deny it's the not power the guy. of that it's song. Not the guy. It's just, I mean. The, <laughs> For the benefit of the listeners, you can't see me screwing up my face. Um, but they can hear it, though. <laughs> I'm sure they can. They can. It sounds like this. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I just oversaturation does it for me. It's it's too much. Um, I can't listen to Angels. If it, there's lots of songs that come on the radio. If I t- I'll just turn them over. Um, I've got a feeling that's that's very that's much one of them songs. It's it? aged. It will age like a motherfucker. Mm. It's like it, you, you think, know, yeah, God, yeah, God, yeah. It's eight, it aged the moment it came out. But that's the problem with pop music, popular music. Yeah, the, the popular opinion away, changes too mm. much. Yeah, yeah, people's opinion changes. You know, like in the blink of an eye. Like, do you think people are going to be listening to Gangnam Style in a year? Do you think people are going to listen to Gangnam Style in a month? It's no. all about it's all about gentlemen now, actually, which is his. It's all about gentlemen, yes. yeah. Um, all right. and, I, and I'm sure that would do equally well. Look, well. Here's here's the, I've just googled right best ever songs or something like that. You can do this at home if you like. Mm. Second one down, Rolling Stone magazine's top 100 greatest songs. Number 10, Ray Charles, What I'd Say. Okay, 
Let's see if you can sing any of these. A baby what a tree. A baby, is that it? A baby what a tree. I think yeah, maybe. Something like that. Okay. Number nine, Nirvana smells like teen spirit. Now that is, I mean, that was a uh, an era defining tune. It's it's iconic. I wouldn't say it's a good. I wouldn't say it's a, like a brilliant song. It's probably the, one of the heaviest songs in this top ten, if not the. I would have thought. I don't know what the next eight are. Okay, go on. Um, but I mean, that's got to be in the top ten, hasn't it? Um, modern uh, greats. I don't know. For, for most all, people, for some people, for yeah. most people, maybe. Well, hey Jude, Beatles number eight. Perfect. We, it, it's a great song. Yeah, great I mean, song. it goes on forever. <laughs> Arguably a bit too long. Nah, nah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'll, um, I'll, I'll tell Macca. It'll just give me a thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> he will just give yeah. you a thumbs up. Uh, Chuck Berry, Johnny Be Good. Oh, now there's a tune. Yeah, it's right? a great song. Again, an era definer. Really, yeah. it's one that if you think of a fifties song. It's that Marty McFly moment where he's jumping around the stage. If I was to travel back to the 50s and try to avoid fucking my mum, (laughs) I would definitely play Johnny Be Good to you, sir. We're going to do an Under the Sea theme. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I want to name him my Here's a little song. Maybe your kids will love it, but, you know, maybe it's a little bit too much for you right now. You kids ain't ready for this yet. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's one of the best films ever. That's another podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's a cousin Earl. Listen to this. This is the future. Beach Boys, Good Vibrations. We're giving a good vibration. If you, are you a fan of the Beach Boys? No. Are, are you? I can what? name one song. No, no, no. But is that is that because you're not a fan, or because you just not you just don't know much about uh, them? I've never really had exposure to them, and never really wanted exposure to them. Okay. Uh, I, I I recognise they're good vocalists. Listen to uh, listen to Pet Sounds. It is technically just one of the most incredible things you'll ever hear. I'm I'm with you. I'm not a massive fan. I, it says something about it. it just doesn't get me. I I'm, yeah. I appreciate the technical aspect to it i appreciate that the harmony stuff is amazing oh, and just the music as well it's yeah. Just, oh, yeah 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 everything totally. the, the syncopation yeah. between all the uh, all the instruments is just terrific but, but then uh, to be honest with you to be brutally it, honest with you i'm a little bit like that with the beatles I, I feel it was so much of an era before me that i can't connect with it the same that say someone our father's age um that sounds very posh as now, father's age. But, you know, someone of of, of a, a slightly older generation. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, you love the Beatles. I, I yeah. get that. But I'm not quite connected to it in the same way I would be, say... My dad um, wasn't a big fan of the Beatles, though. That's weird. Maybe I mean, it just he, vibrates he was, he, to certain people. He was okay with it. Yeah, well, he was okay Good vibrations, with it. right? My, uh, my dad was a bit more of a, a blues man, but it was... Um I don't know. I mean, my mum. What was your dad's like favorite kind of songs? Was he like rhythm, old school rhythm and blues kind of? Yeah, absolutely. Nail on the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. twelve bar totally. blues kind of. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I woke up this morning. I ate my cereal. It yeah. was very. It's very. Uh, <laughs> cool, go pops. <laughs> Thanks for listening to episode sixteen of the. Um, no, you no, heard that one. No, you no, heard that one. No, you? he was very, he, yeah, he was very like Robert Johnson and stuff. But he, again, he, he loved, um, he loved stuff like James Taylor and yeah, any, yeah. anything like that. But an eclectic it, mix. He was even yeah. listening to Metallica with us, which, uh, yeah, which yeah. is a band we should mention because we love some. I mean, um, Ain't the Sandman's good song. Uh, what's that one I'm thinking of? What's the one that? Ding, 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 ding. Nothing else matters is a fantastic yeah. song. Well, Metallica are, are a prime example of what we were talking about before, where they cross genre, where they t- they take the best of classical, they take the best of um, like metal and stuff like that, and they take harmony and stuff. I mean, as a as a as an example, Azerbaijan, um, Azerbaijan, yeah. Um, the singer uh, James Hetfield, he, his mother was a, a light operatic singer, I think, mm-hmm. like mezzo soprano or something, and um, he sort of got that. But metal, like very heavy heavy metal, is some of the most intricate, most difficult music to play because you've got speed, you've got technicality, you've got harmony, you've got syncopation, you've got changes in time signature, you've got changes in everything, and it's just mind blowingly difficult. And I think that's why a lot of people listen to it. And when people say, "Oh, like you can't listen to that," it's really aggressive. Like, no, it's not aggressive. It's it's calming because you have to focus on individual pieces and each piece is so fucking difficult to do mm-hmm. i mean as a drummer as a guitarist as someone who occasionally likes to pick up a bass guitar and yeah. as someone who likes to scream into a microphone like you listen to some of the like early to mid metallica stuff it's so difficult mm. and they they're like they're like some of the easiest stuff to do you listen to some like um like uh, Sepultura, like Machine Head, oh, stuff God, like that. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. I mean, if you're looking for technical ability, to, uh, just playing instruments. Yeah. Take a strip away for a second, even any idea of like mo- melody and stuff, but just actually physically, technically playing that song. So difficult. Some of the metal yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, so difficult. It's so fast, intricate. 
you, I mean, you have to be top of, top of the best guitarists in the world to just play the bloody thing, you know. Yeah. It, like, famously with Metallica, it took them years really to find a proper bassist because when they found this guy, this the new bassist, he was playing with his fingers, and they're like, well, "I've never seen a guy play battery with his fingers before." And they instantly said, "You're the man," you know. It was it was this moment. Well, well now you're talk, you're talking about um, the modern guy, the the, the, uh, the, the yeah, you know the guy, the, the new guy. Yeah, the current guy, uh, Robert, sorry, Robert, uh, Robert Trio, is Robert it? Trillo, yeah. Uh, Trillo. Well, they had the perfect bassist to begin with. They that, did, that but he died, them. yeah, sadly. Um, but, uh, and he was a, a massive exponent of classical music and everything, and that's what they, they said. Like, he, he, he only his, music, his music was based on, yeah, you're right, the, the, the classical yeah. uh, element of it. Um, um, but uh, we... we, we, we uh, what so number five on our um, to, uh, Time mag- Rolling Stone magazine best music ever is Respect right. by Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, me, me, me. Now that's a good song. Again, it's um, it's got to be if you're looking at proliferation and just kind of um, people knowing the song worldwide, it's up there, isn't it? It's, yeah, totally. It's, it's just a, it's just one of those songs everyone knows how to sing. And to its merit, I'm not bored of it. I could listen to that song right now. If yep. I, had, I, I, yep. could, I could actually sit here and listen to uh, Respect. And a lot, of, a lot of songs we're mentioning in this top ten seem to be quite genre-defining or, or era-defining yeah, at yeah, their yeah. specific time. So, it, okay, it, it might be a very, I don't know, what was that, 60s? Um, uh, you know, empowerment of kind of uh, black women, that kind of stuff. It, was that, it kind of... Um, gets that era in a nutshell and, and, and ultimately when you're looking back at just that part of the, the era that song will be on the montage wouldn't it if you're going to pick a, if you're going to do a five minute montage of all mm. different eras that'll probably be the song that represents that part of time well speaking as a strong black woman um, <laughs> I would um, I'll certainly have that that would be my, my song as I enter the ground that's right that's yeah. right okay so what's next number four what's going up Marvin Gaye oh, now this is a tune right loves me some Marvin Gaye you a big fan I'm gonna say you it like again. Gays, yeah? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say it again. I loves me some Marvin Gaye. You love you some gay. Yeah, I love me some gay. Right, right. In my mouth, right in my ear. Right, we're getting top uh, top three era now. I I, I, th- I would I would say what um what's going on is that in your top five? Mm, I'd say it's in my top ten. Uh, oh, let's yeah. get it on is certainly in my top three. Let's get it on. Oh, let's, let's get it on. Get yeah. It on. Yeah, yeah, that is a tune. That All is, right, that's certainly my now number three on this list would be in a lot of people's top three, and I would suspect, and probably a number one for many. Imagine by John Lennon. Okay. Um, I, I I think it's a perfectly good song. It's got a. Lot that's of- the one that mixes with the Noel Gallagher song, not Hey Jude, as we mentioned earlier. It's hey, the same. Uh, hey Jude is in a lot. Uh, uh, hey Jude is the intro to um, another Oasis song. Yes, uh, all, all Beatles, all the big Beatles songs, all the big Beatles or, songs or, have been um, off, yeah. uh, Lennon songs in particular. Um, imagine a lot of people songs. would pick this because of the lyrical content. Yeah, for the meaning, and the meaning, than, and and at the time where how well, it, it resonates. It, it's just one of those. It's like a poem, obviously, uh, and the best songs yeah, are poems. It's, but it's um, a poems music. Yeah. It's one that would. It's it's always in fashion. It's never kind of gimmicky or it's not about you know you're not going to mention your bloody Ataris in it like some songs do I'm thinking like Hey Yars and things like that they do kind of do a pop okay. culture mention this is something that's just classic it's it's, a, it's, it's a timeless timeless that's yeah. the right word um, probably a, a good uh, some, uh, a good uh, category for to be utilising in this kind of discussion actually so what's timeless about a, a song number two I Can't Get No Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones now bear in mind this is Rolling Stone magazine's music <laughs> top 100 or whatever it is so. not the band Tom not the band uh, yeah, well, yeah just a little bit a little bit too close for comfort um, <laughs> do you like the Stones I do like the Stones yeah I, I'm I don't like the Stones as much as I like the Beatles um there's there's something about the Rolling Stones that I just again I just don't get it. it's not that I don't like it I think some of best Stone song for me um, standout Stone song uh, time is on my side ooh I like that Jumpy Jet Flash really yeah. I, like, I like that as well I, the thing is if you mention loads of beat loads of uh, Stone, Stone songs, songs I like them I do I, I like them I really like them but it, they just don't get me like yeah. like. I, I listen to the Beatles and I think, oh fuck, that's that's just that, that's heartbreaking. That's preposterous. It's really good. The thing is that the the Rolling Stones are rocking, and for me, uh, and this might come as a shock, is that rock rock music doesn't affect me in the same way that something that's a bit more personal does. Right. Um, just because you know, obviously, positive emotion trumps negative emotion, and rocking is a lot more 
has a more negative connotation than the than you know something that isn't that way. The Beatles songs were famously it's always about love. It's always about you know a positive vibe sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, Resonates more with me rather yeah. than the rocking stuff, which I like more, but I don't necessarily uh, take on board. You know, it, it's it doesn't permeate as as deeply as some of the the. Um, the stuff like the Beatles stuff. This uh, is brilliant. You're going to love number one. Barry, what, what's this magazine called? Rolling Stone. Like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan. <laughs> okay. They love, they love Bob Dylan. Again, <laughs> that's a very political song though. It um, is. And it, is, that's, it, is that the one with the video where he's pulling the... Uh, am I thinking of the wrong video? No, that's... Um, he's pulling the different pic- uh, words as it goes along with the lyrics. Oh, uh, no, that's the, that's to... Um... Yeah, you're right. It's not this song, is it? Um... Dylan's quote on this I wrote it it didn't fail it was straight that's his description of the song okay what well, weirdo um, yeah <laughs> that's Bowie no, how do you do Bob Dylan voice um, I want to sing you a song <laughs> I am Bob Dylan Bob Dylan after a stroke there <laughs> um, uh, obviously mid 60s uh, Vietnam is it Vietnam Vietnam era bless you uh, Vietnam uh, <laughs> Viet Cong Viet Cong I, I like some Bob Dylan stuff um, he's got a fantastic story behind him but I, do you know what it's something it's it's a gap in my musical um, knowledge and it's a gap that I want to fill um, I, I don't I don't actually own a great deal of Bob Dylan stuff I know I, I have I have some in the house it's just some, not really something that I've ever really listened to no um, neither uh, I've got lots of friends who love Dylan, um, and I, I feel it's something I should listen to more of. And I, I feel a bit, yeah, I'm a little bit kind of blank area. With well, Dylan. maybe we should have a listen to some to get like not together, but like independently, and then come back with our opinions and stuff. Yeah. We'll do that. So before we finish on the list, it, just because that was only one list, I'll give you a few more from other lists. If you go on Wikipedia, there's actually a list of songs considered the best, right? There's a whole section okay. here. So Q Magazine in 2003, um, tr- traditionally sort of guitar, rocky band kind How of. many lists have you got? Oh, uh, t- couple. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm not going to go through the whole list. Okay. I'm uh, just going to pick you, cherry pick you a couple. Top their number, Top their number one is uh, One by U2. Okay. Good song. That's okay. I Say a Little Prayer by Aretha Franklin in great, number two. Great song. Uh, smells like Teen Spirit. We've had that already. Day in the Life. Beatles is number four. Great song. In the Ghetto. Elvis. In the Ghetto. So that's that song, a, that song forever ruined by uh, <laughs> South Park. Um, they've also got My Name Is by Eminem in there, but we're done well The H1 did a 2003 list of the hundred greatest songs of the past 25 years. Only. So ten years ago. Uh, yeah, uh, and the 25 years before that, uh, Billy Jean was number two. Michael Jackson. Okay. We haven't mentioned Jacko yet. He did write some amazing tunes. He didn't write anything to him. He, he, he didn't really write a great deal. Uh, he didn't write Billy Jean. I don't, he didn't. He didn't write a great deal of those songs. He might have written lyrics or, or arranged them, but they're all written by committee. Okay. All right. Well, other songs in there: "Sweet Child of Mine," "Guns N' Roses." Yeah. One's in there again from you two. That's a, a common thing. Madonna, "Like a Virgin." You know, Whitney Houston, "I Will Always Love You." What a great love song that is. Written by Dolly Parton. Of course, yeah, but her version was, I, I think most people would agree, is the distinctive uh, ultimate version, Whitney's. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Hotel California by the Eagles is in an international poll. Uh, we Are the Champions Queen. Oh, great song. Why is Toxic by Britney Spears number two in this one? Perfect pop song. Why not? Uh, it's a pop song. That, that That is a fucking bulletproof pop song. Yeah. Yeah. Not true. Again, not by her, but it's, it's a... Other uh, things to mention. Other ones to mention. Based on radio airtime. Now we're not looking at actual p- play. We haven't been talking about. I mean, because if you talk about the best songs, it's not just opinion. It's obviously like you can you can actually co- correlate in some form in, in in sales and in airplay and things like that. How well, often it sang. Okay, but well, let's um, let's just get one thing clear. Airplay. You can buy airplay. If you've got enough money behind True. you, you can just you can you can chuck money at a radio station. They'll play your song to the kingdom fucking comes. True, but when, okay, when you look at the airplay it. ultimate, uh, these are better, these are musicians over eight million plays uh, over a lifetime. You've lost that loving feeling by the Righteous Brothers. I mean, they're not buying airplay nowadays. That's because no, it's just a classic. Yeah, but I doubt they get much airplay nowadays. Sitting on the dock of the bays in there, Stand yeah. by Me, Benny King. Yeah, all good songs. Yesterday by the Beatles, airplay. Yeah, that will still get it. 
Um, other ones to mention, I mean, they go down to genre after this. Um, uh, dance, uh, Mix Mag, uh, the best dance song of theirs of all time is One More Time by Daft Punk. Yeah, perfect song. The first four songs on Discovery were One More Time, Aerodynamic, Digital Love, and uh, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger, which was. Um, which Kanye was, West Kanye covered it. Kanye West covered Well, he didn't cover it, he sampled it, but. Um, the, the, Digital Love, what a song that is. There's no. The, I can't think of four better songs to start an album wow. with. Like, they're just so good. I mean, and Daft Punk have got to get. Gaining some traction right now because you've got their their singles number one with um, they've got a new album out yeah I think they've got one on the way yeah. but they've got um, what's the the guy called Pharrell Williams oh yeah he sings uh, yeah, I've he sings not heard that. the song I've seen the video funnily enough but they, I, without the sound on <laughs> I, uh, I, I've I've listened to it on YouTube illegally um, <laughs> they've um, but they did the uh, soundtrack to the last Tron film Tron yes, Legacy which right. I love I love that film I've must have seen it like 10 times you're I think the only one you know that. I know but I love it it's yeah. great um, and that soundtrack is amazing it is if amazing that's the best the thing film, about the film is the soundtrack the film. no the best thing about the film is Olivia Wilde in that oh, yeah, thing no. yeah you're right oh, he's right he's right people um, yeah, a few more uh, if we go through the genres uh, VH1's list of hard rock uh, Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses okay. can't get a better hard rock song apparently according to VH1 uh, Heavy Metal we got like this uh, who has this come from Gibson.com did a list of the top 50 metal songs of all time we both own Gibson guitars let's come on let's do Master it Master of Puppets Metallica number one done sold two Ace of Spades, Motorhead, and we'll go to three. Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. Okay. Mm. Yeah, no, it's all right. Maybe. Hip-hop. we better get hip-hop in there just to finish off. Um, number one hip-hop song? Do you, do you have a preference? Uh, is, is it going to be... Is it, I love big butts and I get that lie? No. Is it, it's either going to be that uh, song, uh, I'll Be Missing You? Oh, God, with P. Diddy? Yeah. Papa Diddy Pop Pop, yeah. whatever his name is. Is it that? Puff Dad Dad. No, it isn't. Okay. Uh, is uh, in it, fact, that's not in the top is ten. It, um, is it Beastie Boys? Mm, uh, they are not in the top ten either. They're not in the top ten? No. Nope. Okay, tell me what's number one. Uh, number one's Fight the Power, Public Enemy. Fight okay. the yeah, Power. Yeah, yeah, okay. Rapper's Delight. Now, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. number two. Nothing but a G-Thang by yep. Dr. Dre and Snoop. Walk This Way. Um, yeah, of course. I'd argue that that's not completely hip-hop. Well, Run DMC. Well, no, no, because uh, the yeah. original version hasn't got Aerosmith in it. It does say featuring Aerosmith, though. Okay, well, that's, a, that's the best version. Um, Straight Outta Compton, NWA. Yep. Gin and Juice, Snoop Dogg. My Never brother would be loving that one, wouldn't um, And then, yeah, there you go. And then they do, like, eras, 90s, 80s, 2000s. We go forever, but, um, yeah. So, yeah, do you want my answer now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what is your answer based on? Before well, before you go into it, is it? Is uh, yeah, it I'll take you through the criteria. Right? Is it from an online poll? Is it? No, your this opinion? is this is a uh, this is something that was actually said to me um, by by my granddad. Okay. Um, wow. But it wasn't like this is the best song ever. It was just a very interesting fact that made me sort of come up with this whole podcast, basically. Okay. So if I said to you, um, I could give you that. Uh, this is a song that holds the Guinness World Record for the most sung, sung song ever. Most sung song ever. Guinness World Record, right? I think I might know the answer. All right, don't say just yet. No. Um, it's also... Um, well, I'll throw this into the works. This will confuse you. It still collects royalties. Okay. All right. It's also um, more than 100 years old. Yep. Does that fit what you're thinking? Um yeah. It's sung in uh, pretty much every language, including Klingon, I found out. Okay, everything's sung in Klingon, but yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. Happy Birthday. Yep. Yeah? And you think that's the best song ever written? Uh, but the, uh, no, the argument is it's one that everyone knows. Yep. Right? It's uh, sung all over the world every single day. Yep. I mean, what more do you need? I mean, uh, if you've got prolifera- <laughs> ultimate proliferation, um, and uh, it's so simple... And it works, and it's a positive song. It creates; jo- it's always associated with joy. Yep. Simple. Do you want to know something else that fits with those criteria? <laughs> Go on, then. I'll be there for you by the Red <laughs> I'll be there for you. That's not sung every day. Well, maybe on telly. Yeah, it is. every single day that is sung. Not by so by many people, but realistically, we will all sing Happy Birthday several times a year. I would have thought. Um, I only sing it to myself on the New Year's Eve, crying to sleep, crying to night. sing it yeah. under my stairs. <laughs> when the rain starts to fall from my face um, but it's an interesting uh, I'm not saying it's a, uh, a definitive answer or anything but it's it's um, 
I was hoping it's such an anti-climax it, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's such an Oh, I do apologize. What did you think I was going to say? I'm so glad this is free. Yeah. It's copyrighted. It's copyrighted until 2016 in Europe. Do you know that? Do you know who owns the copyright? Warner Music. Yeah, but do you know who owned it before that? Uh, yes, I did. I did know, but I've forgotten. Okay. <laughs> Chap- Chapel. No, that's Warner Chapel. That's the same. Uh, Warner Chapel's the same. Same group. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Let's 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 not talk about copyright issues. Uh, I want to know your what you ultimate song. No, no, no. no. Uh, let's say top three because I think it'd be I think it'd be unfair to ask of you your your top one. Mm, and, right. if, and if you say "Old Lang Syne," I'm gonna fucking punch you in the mouth. I'll be there for <laughs> Old Lang Syne. Uh, yeah, but it's an interesting also. Um, so top three, I would have to pick an Oasis song, okay. and I would probably pick "Champagne Supernova." Okay, I do like that one um, because it just goes on forever, and it just I fucking love it. Um, I like Radiohead. I'm picking a Radiohead song, I reckon. So maybe what's the one? Dum 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 dum. Paranoid Android. Paranoid Android. Yeah, there yep. you go. That that one. And then number three. Oh, yesterday by the Beatles. I'd pick that. Okay. As a classic. Yourself? Do you have a top three? Uh, well, I mean, it, it will change, but I I think um, uh, Oh Darling by the Beatles. Um, I would put um, Let's Get It On in there, and uh, Bob Marvin go and. Uh, I'd say you've got a friend, the uh, James Taylor version. James Taylor version. Yeah, of Carol King's song. Pretty cool. Yeah, three really good songs there. Uh, so if you listen to those and nothing else for the rest of your life, you're doing all right. I'd be happy. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be happy. I'd be fucking, like, minded go. And I'd be, it'd be, yeah, I'd it be wouldn't like, be happy. I'd it'd be, be yearning for price tag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be yearning for some pop music. And we know it's not about the money. Yeah. I would welcome Will I Am into my life at that point. <laughs> I would say, Will, oh, Will digitise, digitise my, my moronic mewlings in my madhouse. Um, it's Britney, bitch. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, lots to ponder. Uh, do email us. Um, yes. Is it Alan at conversation. Yeah, but I never check it. So no, I'm going to say, Facebook us. Facebook us. We're on there. We're conversation. You can also uh, you uh, Twitter me. Twitter me right up. Uh, we have at conversation. Are you checking to I'm see checking. if anyone's Twittered you? No, no, no. I'm checking that that is actually the name because uh, I do just want to say that we had um, a new member added last week to the conversation who was based in Azerbaijan. I we kid have, you we not. We have lots of Azerbaijani. Uh, do we really? We have lots. Yeah. Um, yeah well, hello, our Azerbaijani friends. Uh, I hope you, it is the right term to say Azerbaijani. Is that right? It is. Yeah. Um, I, I say that with some confidence, but yet no. He's uh, only been there fifteen times. Yeah. So our our Twitter is at uh, conversation. So that's C O N V E R S T A T I O N at conversation. But then I'm uh, if you want to contact me personally, I'm at Alan Porter. Uh, nice and simple. And uh, I don't think Tom's got one. So um, yeah. so we'll um, we'll set them up with a with a Twitterers, a, twi- a tweeters, or a Facebook. Has at Tom gone? I think it might have done. I think oh. the guy from Fa- uh, MySpace said that. Bastard. Um, uh, well, uh, welcome to all our new listeners, and uh, for those of you that are not listening, fuck you, because you can't hear us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys. Um, yeah, so, uh, brilliant. So, get in, get in contact. Get in, um, I, I will use Google Translate for my for our Azerbaijani friends, for our Italian friends, for our Australian friends, for our American friends, and for our, um, I think we've got someone in Switzerland. Brilliant. Yeah. Maybe you can look after our money. I'm sure you're enjoying your fucking lovely economy and chocolate. <laughs> so, um, no, but honestly, God bless. So we'll, um, we'll see you next week where we'll be um, discussing the most bestest film in the world. No, no. no. Uh, next week we'll, we'll, it'll just be normal as usual. I'm sure you've gotten into the rhythm of this now. We get a, a feature-length episode and then a, one episode where it's just full of bullshit. So um, we'll do that. So that's enough from me, Alan Porter. Me, Tom Hutchins. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you.